0: Hello and welcome to Produced By. Just quickly before we begin, if you enjoy the show, please consider supporting it by joining our Patreon. You can choose from a list of memberships and will receive some exciting rewards. Thank you and back to the episode. Hello, Michael. Thank you for
1: joining us and welcome to the show. Hi, thank you so much for having me, Thomas.
0: So, Michael, can you please introduce yourself?
1: Yeah, so uh, my name is Michael Williams. I am a performer. I am a filmmaker. Just an all-round creative guy, really. Just try and put my hand in as much things as possible.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So can I start with your background? Where are you from? Where Where am I from? So I am, yeah, from the UK, London, born, born and raised, East London, but. Uh, my parents are from Trinidad and Tobago and Ghana, so half Afro-Caribbean. Mm-hmm.
0: That's interesting, yeah. So uh, where when did your interest in film or creativity start? Was it from a young age?
1: Yeah, so like, basically it started when I was in school. I actually was in secondary school and I didn't do anything creative wise. I was super like one of you know, was interested in things like I C T and my GCSEs were in I C T art and geography, which was nothing to do with film or anything or creative. It was actually my
0: brother. Actually interested Mm -hmm. in geography.
1: Well did well here's the thing. So this is I tell everyone this it's like so weird, but I actually was, like, when I was younger, I was like, I want to be a chef. (laughs) I was like, I (laughs) want to get into, like, that kind of stuff. Like, I watched, like, a lot of cooking shows growing up and, like, seeing parents cooking stuff. And I Mm -hmm. was like, oh, I want to be a... Not even a chef, a baker. I was like, I want to specifically make cakes. Like, at a young age. And, like, I wanted to be in in that kind of field, making cakes, because I love cakes. I do love cakes up to this day. Um, And... I essentially was like, yeah, let's just do that. So I started off doing that. So I picked, but I didn't pick anything to do with, I didn't do any cooking classes or anything. So I was like, no, but my thought was if I do geography, I can learn foods of the world. If I did art, I can learn how to design the cake. And if I do ICT, I can promote the cake, but I didn't do a cooking course, what the fuck? So I came out of like, came out of school, like, Really like lost it was actually my twin Martin that kind of got me into um like media because he did a film uh like GCSE and I was like and then we had friends who were doing it as well and they asked me one day do you want to do this like skit one day and it was it was funny at the time I was a big fan of Doctor Who. And they were, it was called like Dr. What or something. So I was like, <laughs> yeah, let me just get myself involved and put myself in. And I did a little bit of acting in it. And it was, the, but bear in mind, this was like, this was like when I was like 13, 14, and I was like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. no, even younger than that. I was like younger, I was like, at yeah, year six, year like, no, year 11. And I was like, yeah, let me just jump into this. And I did a bit of ca- like I did camera work with it. So like we filmed it and everything. It was, I think it was for like, their their course or whatever so we was just like yeah and I was like actually I like doing this I like just having fun on camera and mm. just not you know kind of being creative in this way and adapting something into it so yeah um that's kind of like where it came from so then following after that I did a uh course at college creative tv and film production and mm. yeah we did a had made a couple of stuff there as well and then it kind of just transpired into me going to uni and doing a course there. So if
0: if that didn't happen you could have been a baker or a chef or something by now?
1: Yeah I mean, I mean <laughs> if, I, if that didn't happen I was definitely going to go down the route of like Taking up cooking classes, or maybe even doing like a cooking course or something at like a college mm-hmm. somewhere, and I to live in the baker. I could. I mean, there's nothing stopping me from doing that. To be fair, can do anything you want.
0: Yeah. So did did you then, or when did you decide if you want to focus on, uh, being in front of camera or behind the camera?
1: Right, yeah, so when was I, like, did, when did I decide to change that? So what I what, came what made you t- to decide? Yeah, so I think just a couple of years of just being behind the camera and seeing, like, what are that? like, seeing, you know, just seeing how people performed in front of it and hearing interesting stories, I think I decided I was like, you know what? I would like to explore this. I think I was on a set one day and I was like, Do you know what? I would actually prefer to be in front of the camera. I would actually like to, mm. you know, perform and try to build my, take my creative, like creativeness and kind of move it into something else as well. So mm-hmm. I would like to try, cause you know, at that point I'd been doing, being behind the camera since 2014. So it was like, and it was, I kind of made that decision in like 2022. I was like, do you know what I want this year to kind of be where I like put myself forward for more roles that are like involved in acting and like being in front of camera or even just like facilitating that. And I think, yeah, that was like sort of my, that was my, that was my prerogative. I was like, yeah, let's do that. So yeah, essentially I was like, yeah, let's just try to put myself forward to things, apply for different things, even if it's free. And then, yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. So I guess the background, from studying uh the work behind the camera helps uh once you transition to Absolutely, focus yeah and did you also like continue or did you do any studies uh you know to become an actor
1: or didn't no so i i haven't done any studies or anything i've just decided one day i was like you know what i want to just just change the, the the narrative I was like i of the only the only education I have is in film, so everything I've done is film related, but I think that has helped me to understand the process, understand how it all works pre production post production pre production understanding that, and giving me a sense of an idea of the industry I'd like to get into, and I think it's quite useful information
0: and I know you said to. uh, to, uh... You decided at 22, but when you are studying uh, BA Film, did you already know that you didn't want to really do this or
1: are you still excited about it? Well, it's not about didn't want to do it. I still think I would like to do things within it. Like I still would like to do film. I just think my priority now is to try and to, for the, the next couple of years, to really build a, build myself as an actor and a performer. Mm-hmm. So... It's not saying I'm I'm just, I, I say I'll put, I'm putting it on a bit of a back burner for now. Like any projects or anything, I would like to focus my time more on trying to find roles that are in front of the camera as opposed to behind the camera. But not saying yeah. I wouldn't do behind the camera work. I uh, just say I'd like to do more things in front of the camera. But mm-hmm. the, that decision, yeah, came from 2022. I think my, yeah, couple of gigs that I did in 2021 was like, yeah, I think I would like to be in front of the camera now.
0: Yeah. And what actually, what role were you focusing on while studying? Uh, what Did you want to be director, producer or what did you want to be? Oh, I was focused on producing. Oh, producing. So mm. do you want to tell us about some projects? Were there some interesting projects you took part in?
1: Yeah, no, I mean, yeah, I got at So the project I did, I produced was, it was called Not Wanted. And it was my final piece. It was my final year project and yeah, it, it did really well. It was, you know, we managed to film it in four days and it was, it was difficult. It was tough. I'm not going to lie. It was like the toughest thing I could do because mm-hmm. um bearing in mind, I had taken a gap year before that. So I joined a new class with new people, didn't know oh, anyone. Yeah. Well, I, I knew people, but you know how it goes. You you kind of use the summer to like link your like groups to get your groups ready, so that when you start the course, you already know who your team is and you already kind of. I didn't do that. I went in, didn't know like didn't really know anyone. Mm-hmm. It was kind of like the first day was like my day to like really like sort of connect and really find out who's going to be my director. But I yeah. was like, I really want to take this to producing, and. Mm-hmm you know, doing the same course, you can understand. It's very, you know, it can be very difficult if you don't find the right team and the right group. And the yeah, especially in yeah, the final year, especially in the final year as well. So I was like, but it was, but it actually worked out in the end because I'm, I'm very, and that's the one biggest thing I'm so happy about. I made that decision to just join and just throw myself head first and do that because if I stay, with that other year, I would have, yeah, no, mm-mm. it would have been drama, but that's a I, different kind of conversation.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, how come, or I was going to ask you if you
1: don't mind telling us why
0: did you take a gap year?
1: Yeah, do you know what? I, um, I basically, the reason why I took a gap year was because I felt like at that point in time, I was not, like, I didn't feel mentally, ready to take myself back into that year mm-hmm. um and I just felt like you know the the kind of you know there was some circumstances that happened but not even just that like, I just felt like I needed a break I needed to take some time for myself to really reflect although mm-hmm. the jobs I did afterwards weren't exactly the best but mm-hmm. I think it was well needed I think I just wanted to take a year I was really good actually at that point I was really ready to leave I was like you know what I don't even want to do this degree anymore now I think yeah. I might just leave but I figured I'd started it already, but if I leave now, I might not, you know, get, you know, I don't know where I'm going to be. It's not like I left and I had a job, do you know what I mean? I would have been unemployed. I would have had no, like, you know, no money to like, and student finance would have, like I said, you know what, no, sorry. Like, yeah, it would have been a bit of a problem. So I thought, let me just take this time to really think about, do I want to continue this course? Do I want to continue it with these people? Um, mm-hmm. yeah and so I took so I took the time I think it was more of like a mental health check for myself and really just being like this is not that I don't want to do this anymore I don't want to do it, do it with these people I don't want to do it in this in this environment it wasn't say like I didn't feel safe I didn't feel seen in any mm-hmm. sort of way and yeah um you know obviously that was years ago and I'm over all those things now like it's yeah, just but like looking it was it was a it was a bit of a difficult time for me as well, especially like other things happening outside of that as well. I think it was just like I just needed to take some time for me and really just focus on what I wanna do mm-hmm. um, yeah, but I took the time I worked in a coffee shop
0: <laughs> uh, <laughs>
1: for about eight months after that um and then I worked in a retail store, and then I was like, you know I'm gonna go back to uni and i'm gonna Focus. And I, I think it, ha- it helped me a lot with focusing as well, because I also, and also getting to know new people and like mm-hmm. getting to know new course mates and, yeah, developing the film. And, I'm, yeah, happy it did because we made a really good film with mm-hmm. good, good, good actors, with some really good actors. And I think that's what it motivated me to, like, wanting to be an actor, seeing them perform to the yeah. extent that they perform it was like wow i can really and like seeing the interaction between the director and the, and the actors and the crew and just seeing that like that's something that i actually really interested me and motivated me to want to do the same that like this is not impossible like mm-hmm. and to see the quality of it and to see their performances and such striking performances from all of the all of the cast and the and the yeah the team it was just like this is something i'd love to do and i think i, I have a passion for this
0: mm-hmm. so from your experience, is there something you can uh, advise people who may be in a similar situation, like when they are at university and struggling to continue, or they are not, uh, they are feeling down and not sure uh, whether to continue or drop out?
1: I say, you know, it, it, each, each. The thing is, is, is every every situation is very individualistic and and personal to them. My my personal, my situation was there was just. So, you know wasn't it wasn't I mean I I should say like for me I, I left because I didn't feel that I was making the like the content that I was wanting to make and the films that I wanted to make with the people that I wanted to make it with um I didn't feel like I was in a good batch I'm mm-hmm. gonna be so honest I wasn't <laughs> like <laughs> and I felt that people that, no I'm gonna be so honest I don't think I was um I think that people were very you know they had different you know Mm -hmm. they had different you know mindsets it was very like here like people these were the group of people and then this was this group of people and it was like if you were in between it was very hard very hard like so hard to find a group like to find to do group projects in that year because it was it was people were so like they would find a team and then stick with that team (laughs) <laughs> and then it was like, there was never any openness. And if you'd made like if one mistake, you would, it would be like, uh, like, it would, it was like, that was it. That's all they thought of you. And it was like, you never could leave. There was no redemption on that course. It yeah, was yeah. like, make one mistake and then that's it. And I don't think, it, I don't know if a lot of people, <laughs> mm-hmm. I think it's, it's, it's a problem because it actually, you know, it's it's, it, and it's, it's kind of reflective of what life is like now, because obviously if you go into the industry and you make one mistake, or you know what I mean depending on the, it does depend on the severity of the mistake though because if it is like you're rude to cast you're rude to crew like you know what I mean that's that's gonna blacklist you really quickly from and like really limit you in terms of what jobs you get because people do talk in this industry <laughs> but like I feel like for me on some of the you know looking back now some of the things that people did like it wasn't enough to say that per- that person couldn't have a group and potentially really fail their, cl- their 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 cause do you know what yeah. I mean it was like let people learn okay maybe they come a little bit late you know what i mean so you find different ways to incorporate them but say you know mm-hmm. make them come two hours earlier to a set <laughs> than everyone else and lie to them so because if you know they're going to be two hours late tell them that the call time is two hours earlier and then so they're like wait hold on what like yeah we just started <laughs> yeah that happened um, i think not one because I was yeah. like, you're not coming late to set, no way. So I'm going to tell you the call times two hours earlier. I got <laughs> them to come at like eight o'clock. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> when the call time was at the I was like, yeah, I just wanted to make sure you got here. So, mm. like, but doing things like that ends up making you realise. Of, course, realize of course. That's because I was very, I was very nice, but I was also very tolerant, like make that mistake once. It's not going to be a problem. I'm not, I'm not going to have you. I'll find like, I can easily find someone else to do this. It's not. You need, mm-hmm. like, you know, do you know what I mean? But I wasn't, like, you know, but I felt like some people were a little bit more yeah, passionate yeah. than that. If they were, late like once they were, like, off the shoot and it was, like, Jesus Christ, like, yeah, definitely a lot of, like... But, you know, but essentially what advice would I give to people who maybe are at, like, a crossroads or, like, done their first and they're, like, you know what, I'm not really feeling it or oh, I want to take a gap year. Like, I think go with your gut. If you feel like you're in a position that you you need to like rethink where you're at and check, like honestly checking in with yourself and yourself only and being like, this is how I feel. This is what is going to make me feel happy. If I take this gap year, even consult with yourself and like re- have that conversation with yourself because really, truly, really, not even your parents or mm-hmm. like other people are going to really be able to tell you what to do with your life at the end of the day. Cause it is your life. I had to have that hard conversation with myself and say like, you know what? I'm not happy with the situation I'm in right now. I'm not happy with the people that I'm with. I'm not happy with the space. I'm not happy with the, you know, for the, for for the around with the the environment that I'm in. So I need to kind of think: Is this serving me? Is this helping me in any sort of way? No. Okay, then this is the steps I need to do. And I kind of made that decision in four days. But you know, some people take a summer or a year to think about that and they're like yeah I've already put it in but I made that made those decisions in four days so don't do that take some time (laughs) to really reflect write that write it it down write down the pros write down the cons you know and don't be afraid to like talk to people though as much as like obviously having conversation with yourself but like talking to people maybe having you know you know counseling therapy and like you know Having those kind of conversations to yourself. I think mental health for me, as someone who's neurodivergent and is autistic, I found it, you know, very, like, very difficult, very difficult to kind of make those decisions. So having that kind of intervention and really speaking to people externally actually did help to make that decision. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I
0: think it's important to discuss this stuff because even from what I remember, it's, it was sometimes a bit stressful. Uh, you know, it's la- last year of university or even second year. Uh, big ambitions of everyone. You've got a lot of stuff going on, such as work, university projects and everything. Yeah. So I think it's important to discuss this and hopefully it will help some people who may find themselves in such situations.
1: Yeah, I mean, I definitely think talking to talking to, like... If you, if, it, if, it, if it's related to mental health, 100% talk to, if you can seek therapy or seek any sort of like counseling, like no questions, like seek, mm-hmm. like it is important as well. And if you're someone who is, you know, again, I, I mentioned them on the spectrum, it's some, it, it, it's, it's a lot, you're a lot more prone to getting into that kind of feeling, especially because you're in a new environment. You're in mm-hmm. like, you know, you've just come, some people have never met. People from, you know, who look maybe like me or like you come from different backgrounds and, yeah. you know, and they've come into this, they get stimulated, they get overwhelmed. They're like, oh, and some people come into that course, like, have done a plethora of projects, worked on this many films, had been directors. Some people get jobs like that straight away. Some of them are working and all of that kind of piles on. And it's okay to feel like that. Like, I think comparison can be a big thing in this industry when people show off their accolades and it's like, naturally you will feel like, oh, I'm not, I'm not where they are. Do you know what I mean? But yeah, yeah. it's natural. So talking about it and talking about it in a space where it's constructed to support you, like a mm-hmm. therapy session, like a counseling session, that yeah. can really help to push yourself forward. And I will always push for that.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. So uh, then how did you start planning your way into the industry once you graduated?
1: Yeah, so for me, I graduated in two thousand nineteen. I decided, <laughs> I didn't go through it straight away though. I was like, <laughs> you know what, I want to. I need to go on a holiday. Like I just done three years of course. Like I just made this film. I decided I wanted to go to, um... yeah, Malta. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like okay. A... Why did you like, decide so... for Malta? Do you know what? <laughs> That we the people at the time. I was with people. We found a good deal. It was a nice little like, it was a flat, but like it was a good flat. And we just, you know, just decided let's go Malta. You know, mm-hmm. book something. I wanted. I It's good to like. We booked it with the idea that we had something to look forward to afterwards. And it was it was a good. It was it was a right trip. <laughs> yeah, I've never been there, so was, I don't know. It's. It, I think it's good. I I actually went there again in twenty twenty two by myself I just was like because I loved it so much but every time I've been there there's always been an altercation not like <laughs> with people there so I don't know I mean Maltese <laughs> people you, you're, you're like a fight like. but I have some funny stories um no but they are it's funny um they were it's a really beautiful island really beautiful scenic areas and like do you want uh, to just... share any stories that are can be public oh, you want no? to know the tea? You want to know the about multi? Yeah, something um, funny. Nah, there's, there's this funny like, okay, so like a funny story between my my brother, me, my brother. When we went out, there's like this strip called St. Julian's, and one day we were coming back, like I don't know, we were going to try and find bars, whatever. And they have this club that basically, like, my brother, um, like was walking unbeknownst. Uh, they have this club and there's, like, girls standing outside. If anyone knows me Martin, we're obviously, we don't, we don't swing that way, we swing the other way. <laughs> so with these girls have popped out, just grabbed Martin and brung him into the club, and, like, I know Martin. I was like, where's Martin? Like, where is he? He's, like, here. And these girls <laughs> have gone and dragged him into the club. So they're obviously trying to, like, give him a show, whatever, and, like, he's like, no, no. Mm. I don't want that. So like (laughs) obviously a friend on him to grab him and they like tried to take his money. They like tried to rob him. Like they were like, give us money, we gave you a show and everything. It was like he was in there for like a second. Like, what do you mean? Mm -hmm. So it was just so funny that like my brother was like got like snatched into like a strip club. Like just to like get (laughs) like and I think my friend ended up actually paying, which is hilarious. But I was just like, No, like he was trying to get his money back, but it was just like it was like 10 euros like yeah, yeah it was just funny but there was other things as well so it's
0: a, you know, a lesson happened. for listeners to be careful if they go to Malta no
1: nah, you know what go Malta I'm not going to say like at the end <laughs> of the day like just it's like when you go to another country like always be careful if you're like so your yeah, belongings yeah. around if you're not like you know what you because they're saying well I don't fit to that level it will happen here but you know be careful because you could mm. just get stuff into a club sometimes that you didn't want to get into and have your money taken out so but it was yeah just be careful enjoy yourself I mean I definitely had some you know obviously I've had other holidays as well but that was the main I think I, I actually I went to Portugal when I was when I was at but I was at uni so with a couple of people that was a funny trip but that also emptied in tears <laughs> uh, I probably maybe it was best to travel solo dolo um, or maybe with the twin not well, I mean, I would love to go on a trip with a, a friend of ours who's a lovely girl. Like I know her from work. she's amazing. Um, but yeah, I mean just never you know, it's always everyone always likes to post and be like, Oh yeah, I'll have the amazing trips. They never tell you what happens behind the pictures, <laughs> so I guarantee every single last holiday, last holiday, mm. something went down, someone fell out, this and that, affair, like, and that's yeah. the truth to me. I'm real enough to say things happened, Like, I've definitely had my falling doubts on holiday. <laughs>
0: but, yeah, so it's... just coming back uh, to it, then when you came back from uh, Malta, what were your plans or how did you want to start?
1: Yeah, oh, Jesus, I, I need to look at my CV. Um <laughs> Or if you don't I remember, think, it, just say, you know. No, 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 no. I I remember now. Um. So I, no, I didn't go. Yeah, I think, so her. I then went to Primark. So like, I worked in retail again. because I. Uh, like, um, okay, okay. So I worked in retail while I was in uni. Uh, I worked, to, it was the same, it was called Savers. But I don't know if you can mention that. But yeah, it was Savers, like Superdrug. And I quit that. To go back to uni, and then so I was doing Savers Superdrug whilst I was at uni. Um, I was in my first, in the beginning of the first year, like in December time. But then I quit because I realized I could not produce a film and work at the same time because mm-hmm. the paperwork like was quite a bit, and having to go to work the next day. So I was like in the midst of that. So in like from like January time, and we filmed in like April. I was like, yeah, no, I'm not going to be able to film. So I'm not going to be able to work and film at the same time. So I did that. Um. Pardon me. So, so I graduated. I went to Malta, and then I joined Primark. Um, I joined Primark, and I stayed there for around a year and a half. And but I was after that, I did a couple of little jobs. I actually did not start my. I didn't actually. I only really did a couple of jobs in film until like from like 2020 after after COVID. Yeah, so I graduated. So, I, so twenty nineteen happened, and then COVID happened. Mm-hmm. So I didn't really like start straight away because COVID had stopped that. Yeah, really yeah. It was kind I Had of one year, but of, time. But they always say like, I feel like if you didn't really like, like I found it very difficult to find a job in in, in film, like mm-hmm. I only run the roles or anything. I found it very difficult. I don't know, amongst other people, I just found it very difficult to find anything and I was like so I just did a lot of other jobs on the side and that's typical for someone who's a creative you will just do other things like you have to <laughs> like you gotta pay the rent like you gotta mm-hmm. pay bills but unfortunately so it
0: doesn't work that way that you graduate and film, film industry is waiting for
1: you yeah which is which is unfortunate you have other, you do get some people that you know are very fortunate and testament to them they do find the jobs and props to them but I wasn't I wasn't that person I couldn't I found it very hard to look like I was looking for roles I, I felt like a lot of them tell you to go on Facebook and look at this and yeah they are good resources but a lot of them ask for driver's license a lot of them ask for like you know runner experience and it's like I just studied a guru to try and find a job in a film in in in, in, a, in a field yeah. that I want to do, and now I can't even find it because you're asking for all this experience, but I don't have the experience on set. So it's, it's like the you know, endless it's, loop when you need experience that... to start, Ooh. but how are you going to get it? experience? So it's like you know, I mean, you do like traineeships and stuff, but even then, it was like they you, even them some of them could reject you, and it was really. It is really it was a l it was a waiting game, so a long waiting game and you're like, but I need money, so I need so I, my priority was to work and then on alongside me working, look for those roles, well, look for those different things. Mm-hmm. Um I so come twenty twenty one, when we've just come out of COVID ish, I actually found a job through Creative Access. Um mm-hmm. and they helped to work people from like BIPOC, like communities, um, like Black, Asian, like minority groups to find jobs in creative, in creative field. Mm-hmm. And they, that landed me my first job in, with Label One, Channel 4. So mm-hmm. it was a show commissioned by Channel 4. It was called Five Days a Week. It's on Channel 4. You can check it out. And yeah. I was a runner for that, runner for them. And um, oh no, sorry, I'm complete. I'm, I'm completely forgetting another job I had before that. Um, I work, Sorry, this is backwards. <laughs> I that landed So I actually got a job with Blink Industries, um, as a studio assistant for their show. Oh my god, what's, was there? Another job before? <laughs> yeah, they did. No, 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 uh, no. It, no, I just can't remember the show. Oh my god, I'm. Just, I actually can't remember the show. Um, it's it's like the puppet... It's a puppet show. I don't know if you've ever watched no,
0: it. No, I, I probably don't know it, if it's a British show. Uh,
1: let me just... Sesame Sesam Street. No, I don't know. Oh, uh, not Sesame Street. <laughs> um, oh, what's it called? I'm, I'm literally on Google now. I can't even remember. This is so bad. Um, don't hug me I'm scared. That's it. What no, is it? It was called Don't, don't hug Me I'm Scared. Yeah. No idea. So, that was my first... At the time, I couldn't say anything about it. Then... But it was a really good show, really good people, but I needed one day a week because I was working in a bar at the same time as well. Um, so I did like so one did, day. So did it
0: help you get any connections or perhaps opportunities for future?
1: Well, yeah, yeah. so it actually opened the door for me to do another job. So that's, I feel like once you were in, you were in, do you know what I mean? Because then I got a job with, because um, uh, then it led me to the next job, which was the channel for label mm-hmm. One show. Um and it was, yeah, it really did help me to build myself and put myself forward for um, roles, for for uh, roles. So yeah, I did that. I did that, and they were really good. Um, although I did struggle a little bit because I'd never like, yeah, no properly done in a situation like that, but I got to meet a couple some people and really work with some people with some people. So it was really good. And seeing that I wasn't, it wasn't necessarily in film. One was an animation, the other one was mm. uh, reality TV. So it's weird, my, most of my jobs have weren't really reality TV. And then that, and I also got another job with a production company, uh, post-production house.
0: If you want to boost your online presence, check out our digital marketing agency called Trailblaze. You can also enroll in our Skillshare course called the 10 tips on how to succeed in your creative career, which was inspired by the podcast. Lastly, make sure to subscribe to our weekly newsletter called Creative Spotlight to stay up to date with the show and more. Links are in the show notes. Thanks. Can you maybe compare it? What is it like to work on a professional set to uh, compare it to working at university set?
1: In what way is
0: it maybe different? Oh,
1: massively like different to working with like maybe your peers as opposed to working with people you don't necessarily know everyone's a little bit you know you know i I think when you're working with your friends it's a little bit more you still try to hold professionalism but obviously you you know you know them and you can kind of work things out and there's a little bit more relaxed but when you're working with people that no after in the beginning at least with most of these jobs it was very like um you know in the beginning it's very like professional you'd be professional but at the at the you know near the, near the end of it, you're like, actually, like you know, get along with these people, and they're actually really nice, and you <laughs> know you kind of build relationships with them, um although I don't speak to most of them now, um you no know, they're 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 like you know I've still support them,' I've got them on Instagrams, and you know do if they ever post stuff, I'm always supportive um yeah, but I think after I did the post production job um as it was a operations assistant I was like you know what I don't necessarily think I want to continue. Mm-hmm. And sorry before we
0: move on can you say what's the difference working as an as a runner on a set to working as a runner in post-production job if you were a runner there as well?
1: Yeah yeah no absolutely so working as a runner on a set I mean definitely so when I was working as a runner, so let's say, so look, it's crazy because I think I'll do it in three different sets. I was a studio runner studio run and then there was a like a runner on, and when I was a runner for, on the set for, for label 1, I was a runner actually, so I actually did, because I was London based, they actually had me come into the office, offices and do like a little bit of admin, help them out with admin, mm-hmm. and, like doing like cast like profiles and stuff and just checking their social medias out and stuff. Um, so not any, I did that. So when I was working in the studio, you're working in the studio. So a lot of it teas and coffees, literally, would you like a tea, coffee? Anyone need help? Just throwing myself anywhere that people might need help cleaning up a little bit, you know, Mm -hmm. just making sure that you're available to help wherever you can. And a lot of it, there was a lot of downtime because obviously a lot of people like, no, we're good. We're all right. We're fine. Just, just throwing yourself out. Um, the whole general, that's the whole general role of like, you know, that's what keeps it all similar. That you know, being readily available no matter where if somebody needed a table moved, you're like, yep, coming this and that fed. You know, just being you know, you're you've got to be a lot of a yes man in that in these t- kind of jobs. You know, don't if you're going to be like, oh, I don't want to do that. Oh, there's two <laughs> that people are gonna like see oh, it's a bit of a moment or whatever. So, mm-hmm. yeah, but um, the difference between let's say the studio and the production, you know, it was I don't think there was much different actually. I mean it was just a lot of, you know, communicating as I think the biggest difference between those two jobs and the post one is that you are in-house. I was an in-house with a production company and they, you know, you just, you know, you have radios. Oh no, no. I think we had a phone No, we had, we have phones. Um, you work with clients as opposed to, you know, so people would, you know, so can would buzz up, and the reception would they like, can you bring up a tea to this place and mm-hmm, bring mm-hmm. it to this client? And there was almost like a professionalism that you had to have but at the same time. You know, yeah. it yeah, was, yeah. It, there, was a, there was a lot more of a professionalism, like a lot more of holding yourself up higher to than if you were on set because mm-hmm. you know it's quite yeah. yeah, yeah. The, the professionalism is all throughout, but you. But I felt like with the British production house, it was a lot more. You know, it was a lot more problem and you had to be a lot more on your toes. It was definitely a lot more of, a, you know, your services being required. There's not a lot much downtime and a lot of cleaning as well. Like, you know, because you're cleaning up after the sweets, you're making sure you're removing the cups when they're done and, you know.
0: Yeah, yeah. I understand. It was just to get an idea. But, uh, yeah, we can uh, discuss, uh, like, when did you then decide you do want to do that and what were you up to it?
1: Oh yeah. Um. So basically, I, I think after the post production job, I was like, because I was actually working another job as well. I was actually working in Nando's um, <laughs> at the same time, and I decided that, like, you know, maybe this isn't the right job for me. Um, it was just not the best, <laughs> not the best. Yeah, that particular job was not the best. I can't lie. it wasn't my favorite job, mm-hmm. and I was like, yeah, just you know what, I'm just gonna. Take a little break. I went to, I think, my birthday come up, so it was like I went on went to a birthday, and I said, and I think that New Year started. I was like, you know what, I am not gonna do. I don't, I don't. I kind of want to swift away from film now. I kind of want to take myself, and I think it hit me when I was like, you know what, I would, I want to take my performing more seriously. So, I, although I had a bit of an issue with a job, like in terms of taxes and stuff, basically like. They, oh, this is a... Okay, so here's what kind of kickstarted it. I basically was working for Lando's and they bloody messed up because me and my twin brother were both working in the same place. They put both, they put one national insurance code, like the national insurance, they put the same one for both of our Uh, employments when we did our tactics. When I left, because I left, um, I, I basically like, because what I also depended on was universal credit. I did I wasn't receiving universal credit, but I would always like. I signed up to like there. I went to there like to the one there. I went there one day to be like, oh yeah, are you guys looking? Because that's also where you can look for jobs in film as well. I mean, they don't really look much, but I thought, why not? Nothing's gonna hurt if they did. And I went there and I was like, and I left a job. I left because I was like, I'm going to I'm going to Ireland for my birthday, and. I was like, do you know what, I think I'm just going to leave because like, I'm going to leave and then I'll just find a job and I'll come back. I didn't actually, so what they did is they actually, so when I left and I was going to hope I was going to get like universal credit, whatever, I didn't because they said that like, you're still working. Turns out what they meant was that they thought I was still working because my brother was using my national insurance. <laughs> yeah. and I was like, are you serious? Obviously, my, bro, my brother has his own national ID, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. code code. Like, uh, so he's not going to use mine in order to, like, like, what would he need to use mine for? There was no yeah. need to. So they made, and then when I tried to confront the company, they were like, oh, like, getting all, like, weird. And I was like, no, you have made a mistake. I'm not going to, like, we haven't, we know our national insurance code. So whoever signed us up did whatever made a mistake, massive mistake. Mm-hmm. And I ended up getting re for to that. But um, I was trying to find a job, but I actually didn't end up, uh so i actually went to the university credit one day and i had a meeting and they posted about this jo- and they told me about this job i actually didn't even know so i was actually applying for like like intern roles and like you know for like graphics like you know places and like just mm-hmm. a, any job that would get me in the running a job and one day i go in and they actually said and they said what do you the guy said to me like what do you want to do What what's your thing and i said like oh like you know what, I started to take it a bit more serious. I was like, you know, I do want to be a performer. I actually want to like be in front of the camera. And it's just like, oh yeah, you know, universal credit is not, you know, they don't really post jobs like that, but like, but this guy, he just had like a, this leafling. said like, are you going to be free tomorrow? And he went, yes. He said, actually, I think I've got a job for you. It was for this role for a theatre maker. And I was like, ooh, and it's like, yeah, you basically like get to perform and like you can make, you, you devise theatre for six months. And, like, it was so, I was like, hold up, what? Like, because Universal Critics never puts jobs out for acting or anything. So I was like, and it's like, you don't and you don't have to, you don't have to, like, audition for it. It's just like, we're gonna, they're going to have an interview tomorrow. Can you come to the interview tomorrow? I'm going to mm. put your name for it. I came to that interview, and it was as if it was exactly what I wanted. It was like, you know, I went to this, I was already in for another interview for this um, like graphics do like intern role i can't even remember it was so long ago but i came in and turns out like the person interviewing me actually had met my, my brother martin mm. and like thought it was me <laughs> like <laughs> and she was like yes i love your energy like you're I, you're perfect for this role like, i really like and it was such an amazing honestly it was like looking back now like the interview i would like more interviews like that her name was clarice up clary like she literally like opened the door to me and like yeah but the only problem was is that because i was 24 and the job was primarily for people from 20 it, it was a kickstarter role it was um from 25 oh actually that's how i found side in the sidetrack the i found the post-production role for a kickstarter um they don't do kickstarters anymore unfortunately which is which would have been really helpful for people who are looking for job roles in the film industry. A lot of them were Kickstarters. So, mm-hmm. but I don't know if they're going to bring it back, but if people want to look for jobs that you can do it through Kickstarter, if they bring it back, but that's how I found the this role. Actually, because it, the last one was a Kickstarter, but it was, it was not good. It was really, bad they actually you're usually (laughs) only allowed to do one kickstarter i actually ended up doing two so it's not like (laughs) because the album was so bad yeah it was really bad so yeah yeah, i'm not even going to mention them because it's just not worth it but it was just yeah so i actually ended up getting this for a kickstarter but there was a whole drama because basically i turned 25 and they were trying to find it hard but you had already accepted me when i was 24 so they knew that i was going to turn 25 and because and and then they were like um so they accepted me for the job, everything, but then they said, unfortunately we can't take you because you're of your age, it's not a fair. And I was yeah, like, man. I'm so sorry, sorry you, I've literally left my job for this. Like, so I left my job knowing that I was I left my job knowing I was going to start another job. But now and so they had to fix it. They had to get me on because I was like, this is not fair. You've made someone now I'm unemployed. So yeah, you've sure. done the opposite of what you're meant to be doing, which is get, giving me employment. So yeah, um essentially just basically just I did that, I did a Kickstarter route, so it was so we it got figured out in the end. I was meant to start in March. I ended up actually starting in like near end of April, which I was like, so that's when the whole universe that's when the whole universe credit not giving me money was a bit of a kick in the teeth because, because I didn't I found that, that they my that my brother had what I have was using my national insurance number. Mm-hmm. He wasn't, but like they had been next thing. so yeah, yeah, So yeah. I'd say from February twenty twenty two to like May 2022 was probably like the worst couple of months because it was like it was so like taxes, my my taxes were being someone that messed up my tax, like jobs weren't starting and like you know I mean just so much it was so but it was but it was very it was bad but then it was reflective I learned so much in them months about everything so much mm-hmm. happened but yeah i learned how to i was i was literally like doing tax like chasing up my tax i was learning how to like you know negotiate i was like i I didn't realize i had this like energy about me to like try and pardon me like to get to like oh it's just it was so much i was doing so much in them couple of months that i was like i was drained i was like oh my god when i started this job i was like i was so happy it was um in the end um it was one of my like first proper performances. Um, so was it we... like performing in theatre? Yes. Yeah, so essentially what happened was it was a six-month role, but five months for me, basically. Um, essentially, you devise, create, write, theatre. We had a couple of facilitators come in from different theatres, organisations, and they would come in, um, different people from backgrounds they would like come in teach us dance teach us movement teach us like so many different things um then in the end by the by the six months uh, by the end of the month by the end of it we would perform in a theater and we performed in two theaters we performed in camden people's theater i Mm -hmm. performed in camden people's theater and i for camden fringe and i performed in yeah new diorama theater for camden fringe and it was a, it was, it was, it was a, it was, a, it, was it was an interesting stint, you know. It was, was it a good um, performance? Yeah, I like to think it was. I mean, obviously if you'd come, uh, if I knew you, you would have come, you could have seen it. But it was interesting because, you know, we had a whole, I think it was like a whole, like a whole week of performing. And it was, it was tough. Can't lie, you know, that, that week it was very tough. Because, you know, someone who's gone. there were people, the, the the beauty of that was, is that, there were people who had never performed, and then there were people that had performed. And it was good to get that interesting mix of people. And I think I was really a direct group of people. And I still up to this day talk to those people and they are hilarious. Still still see some of them. They're funny people. And I just love it. I just love like I just love that environment. I just think it was such a healthy, good environment. As opposed to I think film that doesn't really have necessarily that. So mm-hmm. I just, yeah, all the workshops we did, all the games we played, all the, the knowledge that we learned, all the, you know, all that, yeah, it was really interesting to see. And yeah, performing, then it led me to do other things as well. So not only did that, I, I, I didn't just perform there, I performed in other places as well. Um, yeah, it's just so kind did of it, like, you know.
0: Did it help you to realize that something you wanted to do more?
1: Yeah, do you know what I mean? Because I always thought to myself, "Oh, I can barely, rel- I can barely remember my name, let alone lines." Do you know what I mean? So, like, <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, it was good to sort of, you know, get up there in front of like family and like friends and like perform, and then then like then be like, "Oh, it was good." Do you know what I mean? Like, I mean, even then, it's good to improve that and to see yourself doing making creating stories and you no know, I create you know, I wrote the script and like not just me but like the group I was with, we created it, but like yes. just time to like create, right And I didn't realise that I like writing. Like when I when I put my mind to it, can actually mm. make something decent, like somewhat decent at least. And yeah, it was a it was a good show. It was a good thing. I definitely would love to do a piece with those people again. <laughs> I think it'd be hilarious to just get in a room with them and do that. And um, yeah. Um, shortly after that, followed that kind of opened me to do wanting to do drag because <laughs> I also love drag. Although I've never watched a full on full episode of RuPaul's Drag Race, but I love drag. I love the drag scene, and I just was like, "Yeah, let's do that." So I applied for Soho Theaters Drag Lab, and I got in, and I <laughs> did it, and I performed. I performed at Soho Theater. Um Is it? Yeah, I'm.
0: I'm not gonna lie. I don't know. I know
1: the, the theater. Is like a big one in Soho or a big one in London. Yeah, no. So it's like a. It's in, so it's in Soho, like near. Can't tell you where actually. I don't know the street. It's just in Soho. It's a, so it's a. It's a. It's a. It's a renowned. It's a good theater. Like renowned theater. Like people know it. It's a decent theater, and they do like a lot of like, like queer, LGBT nights and like, a lot of like shows as well. Really good to like. You know they they put on quite a lot. They don't they don't just do drag labs as well. They don't just do drag shows. They do like they do drag shows, but they also put on like comedy sketch nights, writing like do you know what I mean? Group group comedy sketch labs and like, yeah. They, um, so it's not it's not just drags it's comedy. It's like you know they they have a lot. And now yeah, if you're if you're interested in putting stuff forward for that, like 100 percent will check their website out and put you know. Mm -hmm. however you identify and it's i don't think it makes a difference people perform and it's also an inclusive space and they and they actually what they do is if you're you know no if you don't like if you're not working or anything or you're like you know you're on universal credit you can actually um, or if you've got a job that's not like like a like a not like nine to five or you make over a certain amount they can happily accommodate to maybe say you can pay certain amounts you have to pay for courses but i think it's worth it 100%. 100%. So is it where you are still working now? Yeah, so at the moment I work in I work at the Olvig Theatre. Oh, okay, that's okay. my main, that's my bread and butter. So that's like what brings in, that's what pays the bills, and you know, but so then I do other things.
0: You still work as a performer,
1: isn't it? Yeah, no, I don't perform in the Olvig. <laughs> I wish, <laughs> just a nice little front of house, just do some front okay, of house. So that's I, d- yeah. I don't know I will have to check it out as well so. Yeah, you should watch it. Then these shows uh just for one day You should come watch it or you should come watch it for a Christmas carol. Uh as well there when they have Christmas carol next year at the end of the year. They have really they I think their Christmas carol is really good. I just watched it actually it was really really fun. But yeah no they definitely do a lot of um they they put on a lot of shows and they try to you know I think they're inclusive, inclusive theatre so they try mm-hmm. to keep you know no, make everyone. And yeah. do you
0: still do then uh performing outside of your regular
1: job or in your free time? Yeah, I mean, I try. I mean, I try to go to like workshops and stuff. It's, it, again, like film, it's also relatively hard to find acting, especially if you don't have like a spotlight. So things like Spotlight or like the like, do you know what I mean? But I'm, I think with determination and perseverance, I'm, I want to try to build that and try to get more gigs from that. I think mm-hmm. doing more like, you know, just checking things out. I think, I think as well with me, because I've had like, I'm I'll be quite open on some, and I've had the things like depression and stuff. I find it hard sometimes to really put my mind to think certain things and like put and to, to really push myself forward. And you know, like there'll be days where I'll just be like in bed, like like writing. Mm-hmm. do you know what I mean? Because it's like, yeah. I don't know whether, you know, to you know because I don't think I'm you know good enough for certain things whatever and I get inside my head quite a lot um but it's like I'm trying to I'm trying to be more motivated about it now um I do go to therapy and stuff and try to be more like open with that and try to be like push myself forward but it's every day at a time now so yeah I'm just trying to not stay too complacent being like oh because I've got this job now I don't have to worry about Mm-hmm. Finding any acting gigs and stuff because ultimately I do want to perform. I do want to showcase myself and really push myself forward. But I I see how that can be, you know, is is very difficult, especially if you don't have. But I think like help working in the theatre does help, you know, seeing it and yeah. motivating me. One day, I recently we had the Christmas Carol and um, there was a woman that performed. Um, she was so amazing, so. Her name's Gemma, I, I I only threw that name in because I feel like she's, she is amazing Um, and she was the Grace of Christmas present and she just motivated me because I was, you know, I'm someone I've not had training in acting or anything but she, she hasn't either and she mm-hmm. expressed that, I mean she's probably done courses and stuff and what what I'm saying is that you don't need to do all these courses and yeah drama school, this and that, affair. I mean if she's able to do that and she's she was there and she performed brilliantly do you know what i mean it, then there's nothing stopping me from being mm. that level yeah. and especially especially with like i think mentioning as well i mentioned mention like being a black person in the creative industry is very 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 i don't know if you've spoken to a lot of black people in the creative industry but it can it's almost as if it's impossible nearly to even get roles in there because it's just do so the industry feel stride. like it's a, it's a barrier in the industry Oh, absolutely. A hundred and ten percent a barrier. Like, do you know what I mean? I think it's definitely, like, like, way more difficult to find a job as a black person in a period, in, in any job, I think. And it's like, do you know what I mean? Because I just think it's like certain people have sent images of what they want their team to look like, and you don't fit that image, unfortunately. And, you know, growing up, Already, I mean, my voice, people telling me that, oh, yeah, my voice sounded white and, like, you know, um, things like, you know, things like that. I I grew up having to think like that. So that's also been another barrier for me as well. So having seen that representation and really seeing that kind of, like, really seeing that kind of, you know, visual sort of, like, motivation for me really puts me, like, takes me out of that and being like, you know what, actually, I can do this need to put myself more need to go to more courses need to go to more classes and just you know i mean just push myself you know just it's all about pushing yourself i do think race definitely does put a barrier um is it getting better at least i like to think like yeah i do like to think definitely like as time has gone on things have gotten better now but i still do feel some certain undertones some Mm. like do you know what I mean? Because it's like, do you know what I mean? People have, and I don't know. It's just, it, I just feel it sometimes, and I think I speak for many that kind of are in the position. Do you know what I mean? It's like that if they have someone that's in a role that they had an envision for, maybe you come in and it's like, yeah, no, definitely didn't fit the role, and maybe you don't. Fair enough, but I like to know it's because of my performance or because of who I like. Do you know what I mean? Because of like my talent that wasn't because that it didn't fit the role as opposed to it just being like, yeah, you didn't look the part. So therefore like, you know, what I mean, we had, mm-hmm. a, we had envisioned a white blonde man, as opposed to a black curly haired, you know, guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It definitely does. I actually wish I mentioned, I wanted to, we, it's really an hour nearly. It was like, I wanted to mention more about like being black and being, I think being black, neurodiverse and like being an LGBT community really played a big part in my career in film and, he and like acting as well i think that's a big like you know because yeah
0: kind but of, i like i feel it. like that uh, at least in at least london is the place where this is more um you know more welcomed or more how to say it embraced than maybe in other parts of the world or that's not
1: correct i mean i definitely think like london is trying to mm get there but is it all the way there i mean yeah i mean most i mean again we have we definitely have like a lot more conversations about it about diversity and inclusion but it really is all about whether or not the company's actually taking the initiative to do things mm. about it i think it only happens when it's like bad things have happened you know when something racist has happened or yeah, something yeah, yeah. generally like, things have had to have happened for them to be an intervention but to get people in and to try and make sure that when I go to a job, there's people that look like me in that job, as opposed to just seeing a sea of white, you know what I mean? I didn't, mm-hmm. I definitely like, for the past jobs that I was doing when I was in the film stuff, I'd never really saw many black people in that job. And that was mm-hmm. quite sad to see, cause it was like, I felt like I was almost like, do you know what I mean? And having people trying to be like, oh, your hair looks nice, can I touch it? And I'm like, no, you can't <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? I'm not a dog. Do like, people say that actually? Like, Oh, my God. Even up to this day. I mean, outside of work, like, I was out one night. Even a couple of weeks ago, some girl was, like, coming up to this, like, she was a white girl, and she came up to my friend's hair. She's like, oh, my God, I really love your hair. Can I touch your hair? I said, no. And, she, and, she, and the girl said, no, you can't, sorry. And she's like, oh, please. She's, like, almost begging the girl. And it's like, it still happens. And then she comes, kind of turns to me, and she's like, I'm not And I went, no, I'm not oh, gonna we're God. not going. And this is, and it's like... So even so, like things like that still happen up to this day, and it's like, and then when you try to tell them, like, no, you are not being racist, but if we say it, then it's like we sound aggressive, yeah. we sound like we're trying to be, but it's like, no, maybe we're it trying must to. be annoying
0: if if that happens more frequently too, obviously.
1: Yeah, like I mean, it's a, so not even just that, but like things like that happening, and just like people just crossing boundaries, and it's just like, yeah, no, it's not hmm. okay. I think it's it definitely talked more about in the in in the film and. Performing industry than it is and, and I think it's gotten a, it has got a little bit better, but is it completely you know it has are there definitely changes that need to be made are there things that need to be done to try to better and work you know mm-hmm. more to getting people in yeah absolutely a hundred percent there are there are more conversations that need to be had, I think there are more conversations that are you know i think but I also think as well that you also need to get more people of color into positions where they can write and you know produce and get them so that they yeah like in film film in general not not just in front of camera
0: but behind the camera as well
1: exactly i know as well so that's kind of like why i've never stepped up too far away from it because if i can be in a position where i can bring and open more of a door for people who are of colour and people from different backgrounds to do that, that's why I'm like not going to say no, I'm not doing it all in, to- in total, like I'd love to produce a film and yeah. bring and make a film on, on you know, essentially <laughs> bringing community then that's why like I can never say I'm fully out of it, because mm-hmm. it's like why would I do that, no, I need to be able to open that door for people,
0: yeah. Yeah. yeah, I understand um, difficult
1: topic, but it is as well it is it is it is difficult because obviously it's such a sensitive topic and obviously there are so many like different aspects to it that you know that we couldn't in an hour just cover you know i mean obviously it's so much to Mm -hmm. talk about but it's just interesting to see like how you know just obviously how i've navigated i mean obviously i'd love to you know you know, check in and see where, you know, obviously a lot of other people... I mean, it's sorry, I'm handling a little bit. Long story short, it's 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 just, it is difficult, but you can either sit there and sort of let it get to you and be like, oh, I'm not going to do anything now because I know I'm at an odds already. Or you can kind of make that decision to push yourself and really say, you know what, I'm going to do this regardless of what's in mm. against me. My mum and dad yeah. always told me to... You know, you yeah, always I think got what, that's the right approach. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I don't really wanna go with this victim victimhood mentality. It doesn't really it doesn't end well in the end. But what's the point? You're gonna just be you're gonna build resentment to yourself anyway, if you're just gonna look like you, and and it's like do you know what I mean? And there's also and the thing is we yes, we live in London, but London isn't the only place. So it's about doing yeah. research Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean there are other film industries that are also open as well but however i don't know if they're on the same level because i think out of everyone london has become more progressive with opening themselves in terms of you know when it comes to things like race lgbt yeah. like do you know what i mean neurodiverse a lot of other industries or countries don't necessarily have that knowledge and like have that openness as well mm-hmm. i can't say i can only speak for london so
0: yeah. Let's let's hope that a lot of people will listen to this episode and learn something or try yeah, to make a difference. I feel like I
1: have a lot more to say, but it's like, you know, we've had that really an hour. I don't know. It's so crazy, but uh, that hopefully people listening to this episode they get a <laughs> chance to understand who I am and like you know really just you know, it's it has been amazing to sort of speak, you know. It's been um Yes, I don't know why I feel retired, though. It's so like a workout.
0: So what uh, are your plans for the future? Where do you want to see your, yourself in a few years, maybe?
1: I think... Oh, this feels like an interview. <laughs> like, no, it's um, to motivate you uh, to so that yeah, you, you know feel what? like you need
0: to live, live up to it.
1: Yeah, I think I want to really work on encouraging... Really work on confidence. I think for me, the past couple of years, I think my confidence has dipped a little bit, despite me still talking and doing whatever. I want to really enhance my confidence and really develop myself. Yeah. I want to push. I would like to... I don't want to say, like, I want to be in that. Though. I want to um, engage in uh, projects that... Like, I want to engage in, like you know opportunities that can really further my um you know performing art skills and really you know push myself i would like to get fitter <laughs> go to the gym more like, i mean i really want to build health i'm really New year health resolutions, in year my... resolution <laughs> yeah i mean see this is like such a good time january to now yeah. you've got the whole year to really develop it but i want to in, um Enhance my health, you know, enhance mm. healthy eating enhance and really just push myself to really feel healthier this year um I want to um develop my writing skills mm-hmm. and really and reading skills as well. I'd like to read a lot more books and really push myself to go do the scary jobs, contact the scary directors and writers and producers and step maybe out of give myself a comfort like, zone stepping out yeah stepping out of that comfort zone and really diving head first you know mm. being like maybe give myself a day or two where i just message all those directors and they say yeah and so then I just, like like <laughs> yeah. yeah exactly what you gotta do you gotta, you gotta be like all right give myself one day speaking to my friend he said he said um you should. What you should do is give yourself two days of just, or like maybe give yourself like maybe a week or something where you just, or like maybe or one day where you like message a directors, messaging casting directors. This is not fair. Then message them saying like well, I'm interested in the project. It's not fair. Then then just yeah. And I was thinking if I do that and I just turn off the laptop or turn off my phone and just pretend I'm not and pretend I never messaged them or anything and then come back mm-hmm. to it in like a day or two, like give it a day or something and then see what they say or something. If they don't respond, they don't respond. But if they do respond, then you like yeah, but like, mm-hmm. I think sometimes I get that fear and the anxiety and I've, that's kind of developed over the years. So really yeah. just wanting to work with that and just... Yeah, I
0: understand. I feel like that's something we all struggle with sometimes.
1: <laughs> it, it's hard. Like, do you know what it is? It's not. I don't think a lot of people talk about mental health within the industry and it really is. It can be quite a lot, especially if you're not... you're not, um, If you don't... If if you're not someone, especially I I don't know it's it's a hard it's a hard topic if you're not if you if you don't if you if you're not someone that's like, like quite to speak about feelings quite a lot and like I'm I'm someone I need to I have to let how I know how I feel out otherwise if I let a because I did that before I I bottled things up I bottled things up I bottled things up and then I just exploded so know yeah. yeah, and then it leads to breakdowns it leads to mental health crises and I definitely <laughs> I'm versed in that so. I don't want to put myself in that position again. So really, this year was is really about checking in and maybe seeing those qualities about myself and being like, actually, I want to develop those things. I want mm-hmm. to write a play and, or write a short film. Like, a, like Do you know what I mean? I really want to develop myself. And I'm someone yeah. that I'm very... Uh, also, like, a people pleaser as well. So I always... I find it very hard to, like, say no to, like, a night out if someone's going out. But I'm like... <laughs> You know, I could use this time to write. I use this time, do you know what I mean, like, do you know what I mean, but and especially if you're working as well, if you start work, it's like immensely harder to like find time for yourself, because you're like, oh, but I oh got day off, and like, also, but like, you know, if I can get overtime, I can do it, or I can work, like, I'm being so candid right now.
0: <laughs> you need to but, start saying no more. Saying no, more
1: no, more. yes. Saying no more to no to those things and yes to those mm. things. But it's easier, it's easier said than done, though. Yeah. Like, it's, yeah. Yeah, I think everyone can agree. Yeah, I,
0: yeah. I mean, I can agree. And uh, before before we finish, where can people follow you? Where can people see your work or if you want people to follow you?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So um, my Instagram, uh, I think my Instagram is more of like what I put, you know, most of my stuff, and then there's a link tree to things if you want to see old YouTube <laughs> videos <laughs> to like me reacting to stupid stuff. I mean, my YouTube is like a graveyard, like, there's nothing on it, like, like really, oh. truly. That, like, like, I mean, it's all, all like holiday videos that, like, oh god, they're so cringe, but I still have them <laughs> because god, they were part of my life. But we'll um, have a look, yeah, if you want to follow, me, follow me on Instagram at I think it's MX. W-A-D-U, but I, I yeah, think if you to, put, yeah. yeah, and, uh, I'm on Facebook, um, uh, I, yeah, so that's like, yeah, a lot of that, I have a YouTube channel, but that's also, you can easily click, there's a link in my, uh, there's a link in my bio, if you want to mm-hmm. check out other profiles, like Twitters and stuff, and I have a, I have that, but I also have like a personal Instagram, which I think is Michael, Michael W-A-D-U, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, no, I'm easily accessible, and like, yeah, I just wanna to try to be more like, you know, more for people who want to I think I think there's not a lot of people as well in the industry that are neurodivergent. So if there's people that are feeling like you know, that they wanna like you know, that contact me in terms of like if they've got like wanna discuss mental health or even just neurodivergent queer or like personal colour or like even any but anyone can speak to me. But yeah, a, yeah. you know, I'm an i I'm an open book.
0: And if if people have any acting or performing offers let's send them as well.
1: Yeah, absolutely like send them away like I'm going <laughs> to never those to a role. I will happily even I'll even audition like I I'm not I'm not there but like you know, if you've got any jobs for me please let me know. <laughs> I've got to apply why not, you know. Mm. It's always good to, you know, yeah, you know, if you're seeing this episode right now, I'm I'm happy to <laughs> always to see what...
0: Yeah. So then, Michael, before we finish, is there something that uh, you'd like to share or uh, something I forgot to ask you and you would you
1: feel like you want to say? It or anything? Yeah, um, I think it's just important to say that, you know, I think it's, 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 it's... We live in a time right now where it's easy to compare, it's easy to, you know, and... Oh, was, I saw his quote. Comparison is the. Isn't
0: it? Comparison is teeth of joy. Comparison is the thief of joy, and actually, I, think, I had it on well, my mind as well. That's I like the quote. I think yeah. it's maybe from Mark Twain or someone.
1: Yeah, and I think that that really hit hit me because it's like that was a lot of a thing. I think seeing people's, you know, I think when we we live in such an age where Instagram, Snapchat, like everything is so like people's highlight reels, this and that first. but. One thing to, and one thing that's important is that, like, you've got to understand that you are living this life for you. And uh, this is me speaking to me as well, like, that it is hard, like, you know, when you see those things and see people, and even some people that, like, have, you know, who are younger than you, maybe I'm 26, and I'm seeing people that are, like, 20, like, 21, 22, 18, 19, going to these, like, you know what I Doing these, like, projects and stuff. And it's easy for me to be, like, oh, yeah. But, like, actually, actually relishing in their joy, going to their shows, seeing it, that might actually, end up in motivating them to be like, I can do this then because if they're doing it and I can do it, mm-hmm. and, you know, and seeing, so like really relishing in that and really trying to really enjoy, like just taking yourself and really checking in when you feel those feelings, when you feel that jealousy, when you feel that comparison, really acknowledge it. You're like you're a human being, you're allowed to feel those feelings, mm-hmm. but don't let them stick around to the point where you may be held on anim- the animosity or un- Oh, angst to them um yeah. i 100% know in my life i've definitely felt those things and people have felt it and, and especially it you have no
0: idea what their be- background like so
1: exactly it's just
0: going to hurt you if you compare to
1: random people exactly. who don't know, anything Never about. know what people did to get to that point so just always like always just be you know just be joyous in what they're doing because and then because you know what when it happens for you I guarantee they're going to be the same they're going to be joyful they're going to be like wow because when I performed at Camden People's Theatre and people saw me at Soho Theatre they were like friends seeing me in that element they could see I was happy they would see I was like they're proud and I like, even my friend who I've known since I was 14 she was like so proud of me she was like do you know what I mean like just seeing that and being like just seeing me in my element and being and people even outside of that seeing me i was like like it's good to see you know you can learn and you can ask questions as well and people and if you people are friends they'll tell you like you know i liked your performance i didn't like this on this affair. and i'm always open like i'm not going to sit there and yeah you know sure. not constructive criticism mm-hmm. but yeah, i don't know, i think i want to leave it with basically just try to work along i uh, work to being a to understanding yourself better, and acknowledging that you are human, this is also mm-hmm. like this is going to be an overnight thing for me. Um, also, like as well as things that don't happen overnight, you have to put in the work. Because as much work as you put in, is as much effort and results you will get out. So if you put in a lot of work and you put in a lot of time for things, you will hopefully ultimately get those opportunities. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's
0: Stay
1: great. Stay positive. To... Just. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, I was, I was just saying, stay positive. Just stay, try to be positive, try to be happy. Oh, try to be happy. That's so general. So, try to, you know, try to stay, um, push yourself, push positivity into your life. And, you know, I try mm-hmm. to do that as much as possible. Just be positive to people, even if we're not on best terms or whatever. And no, I never try to leave on too much of a bad note.
0: Yeah, that's, that's, I think that's a great point uh, to finish yeah. with. So. Thank you very much, Michael. It was uh, great to get to know you and I hope you become a big successful performer. I
1: appreciate it. Thank you. I mean, I don't, you know, I just want to create. I just want to be in a realm where I'm creating and that's that's Mm. that would be the dream, you know, constantly creating and doing things that really put me, you know, really give me the chance to create and perform so i'm not even I'm, yeah. you know if it i don't want to be like this superstar but you know i'm not going to be saying no if i become a superstar <laughs> but, but it's like no no yeah, yeah.
0: no I, I hope the same i mean it like fingers crossed that it works out and
1: you do what you like yeah, yeah i'd love to do like a little stint at like the you know like a in musical theater or something like do like the lion king or something that'd be mm. beautiful like just things. i would love to do like yeah just things like that and i hope the best for you honestly i hope we could do another podcast maybe a year from now and see where we go where we're at yeah then. of course but we'll do a little catch-up yeah like a, yeah it would be, it'd be amazing to see where we're all at mm. Maybe I don't know. I might even get into podcasts. I might ask you questions. <laughs> like, <laughs> you, were, you yeah. on the podcast. But I have this cool. uh, really. Heard. Thank you for like having me on your podcast. I really feel appreciated, despite me being just all over the place. This no, is always no, no. like. <laughs> I,
0: I enjoyed it, and I think we touched uh, some important topics as we discussed, and you also shared yeah. some good advice that can help some people. So
1: thank you for that. Yeah. I've am uh, i and thank you. Really I think thank you for offering that platform to really speak about those things because I think a lot of the times it's never really spoken about as much and I really hope that I got to I don't I don't think I've covered it as much as I wanted to, but uh that's, hopefully that's it's... why
0: we can do part two in the
1: future in some time. Yeah, so you can't see you already laying the, laying the foundation. <laughs> yeah yeah Yeah, thank you so much Thomas for this opportunity I Mm -hmm. hope that we can do this again and yeah Yeah. hopefully can't wait to see how this plays out
0: yeah so thank you Michael and I will stay in touch alright cool yeah
1: thank you so much
0: thank you for listening if you enjoyed the show please leave us a 5 star review on your favorite podcast app get in touch to provide your feedback or share any ideas for future guests thank you and see you soon